Table fam? How y'all doing? Y'all gotta give me some energy. What's up, Table fam? Uh, hey, like uh, Isaac said, uh, my name is Bree Celestin, and I'm just excited to be here. And tonight, I'm sharing with y'all one of my favorite axioms. Um, but before I get started, Isaac didn't mention this, but this is my first time up here, so just throwing that out there. Um, so if y'all, you know, if I seem a little off, just let me be okay. Um, but also, if y'all have any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, you can email me at uh, Dana Fricker at, <laughs> at firstorlando.com. Um, she'll answer all the questions uh, that y'all have. Okay. Um, so, like Isaac said, also tonight at the table, we're doing camp nights. Um, and camp nights are axioms that we live by. Um, I'm just go ahead and tell you it right off the bat. I won't leave y'all in suspense. My axiom is this, consistency breeds momentum. Ooh, that's deep. Okay. <laughs> um, consistency breeds momentum, okay? Um, and to explain why that's my favorite axiom, I have to give you context about just how I grew up. Um, so for me as a kid, um, how I grew up kind of explains the terms, um, how I define consistency and inconsistency, okay? Um, so I am a product of, um, my mom was a single parent. Anybody else here, product of a single parent household? Okay, see a few of y'all, we'll be okay. Yes. Um, yeah, she, she um, despite that, my mom did a great job of just always being active and present in my life. Um, I grew up playing basketball. I started seriously when I was in the sixth grade and she would try to be at all my events that she could. Um, if it wasn't basketball, it was award ceremonies. If it wasn't award ceremonies, it was Girl Scout events. Um, I was a Girl Scout. Okay, nobody was a Girl Scout. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she was just always present and active, right? Um, up until she couldn't be. Uh, my mom passed away um, in 2003 of cancer. Um, and when she did, um, it, it kind of did this thing to me, but something that I remember is that she was just consistent throughout. So when I think about that term consistency, I think about my mom, right? And if I, if I just forget what consistency is, um, I have all these pictures of her. Um, so here's one on the screen. Um, yeah, we were cute. I'm still cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so she, her consistency, it made me feel safe. Um, it made me feel loved. And it made me feel cared for, right? Um, I'm not here to tell y'all all my family tea, even though I really love sipping the tea. <laughs> I love it. Um, but where my mom was consistent, my dad was not. He was very inconsistent for me, okay? And not to say that he was a bad person. When we had interactions, he was very nice. He was very pleasant. He was very caring. But when I filter through the key moments of my life, the moments that make Brie Brie, uh, my dad just wasn't there. Right, And that was fine, uh, but I felt um, disconnected, I felt lonely, and uh, truthfully, I was angry. And anger is a big thing that I'm still trying to work through, but I was definitely angry with that. Um, so uh, if I had to compare the two relationships, my mom, our relationship was like this bushfire, right? It was this thing that can never be tamed. Like, it was just like this thing and out. Everything, every time I'm with her, it was like this momentum. I want to be closer and closer and closer. 
Um, so much so that 19 years later, after she's gone, I still cherish that relationship, right? Um, my dad was a little opposite. Our relationship was like this game of hide and go seek. Y'all remember playing that game as a kid? Okay, cool. Um, I was the kid, let me tell y'all, I was the kid that I would hide in the spot and I would get found pretty quickly. <laughs> and um, I would go back and hide in the same spot. Cause I'm like, like clearly nobody's gonna like think twice about going to the same spot. <laughs> like, but um, I was wrong. I still got found pretty quickly. <laughs> but uh, for me, my dad, he just never hid in the same spots. I, it was just hard for me to kind of find him, okay? So when I think about that term, um, consistency breeds momentum, I define it as this, um, to show up regularly for someone or something that will lead you to a relationship you continuously want to grow, okay? So what am I saying? It's that relationship, it's that thing that you just constantly just pursue and pursue because you want it and you need it. And you know when you don't have it, there's like this hole inside your heart, right? Or, you know, your soul, okay? But maybe you can't identify with me about the relationship with your parents, specifically your dad, and that's cool. Um, but maybe you can identify with me, oh, sorry, I'm spitting, <laughs> with this. Um, what about that inconsistency that you have with that friend? or that boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, that one friend like, ooh, y'all gonna be together forever, y'all gonna get married, it's gonna be great. And you're trying to figure it out, and you're trying to figure out how they feel, but you don't know, because they only text or call you when it's convenient for them, not you. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, or let's say forget relationships, right? Um, what if it's not the people that are inconsistent toward you, Maybe it's you being inconsistent toward yourself, okay? Um, <laughs> summer is coming. Um, hottie bodies are happening in the gym, okay? Um, dieting is happening. Things are going great, and you are living your best life until someone offers you free Chick-fil-A. Yes, Chick-fil-A. And not only that, they tag on them cookies, them free Chick-fil-A cookies. They are lit, right? And then like, it's this cycle of like, okay, you had this bad meal, I have one more bad meal, or I won't work out, or I won't do this and that. Inconsistency, right? Or forget relationships, forget all the things. Uh, what about when it comes to accomplishing your goals and dreams, right? You have this consistency where, let's say you're doing your Bible study, studying, or you're reading your devotions and all those things, and you're doing great until you miss a day and then you miss another day, and then it's a week, and then it's a month. Um, Y'all, consistency, we, we just don't have it, right? So here's all that I'm trying to tell y'all tonight is this, is that um, if you are inconsistent, or if someone is inconsistent toward you, there will be no momentum in that relationship. It won't grow, right? Consistency breeds momentum, okay? Here's what also I'm throwing out to y'all to see if y'all gonna catch it, <laughs> uh, is this, um, inconsistency sucks. It sucks, it, it really sucks. And consistency breeds momentum works because um, we experience joy and we experience delight when we have constant movement in our lives, okay? We experience joy and we experience delight when we have constant movement in our lives. So, where consistency breeds momentum, inconsistency breeds stagnation, 
right? Meaning standstill, meaning you not moving at all, right? And if you, if you are experiencing that inconsistency, if it's in a relationship, maybe you feel forgotten, maybe you feel lonely, maybe you feel depressed. Um, if it's a thing about your relationship or your goals and your dreams, maybe you feel dread because you don't want to do it, or maybe you feel lack of purpose, okay? So here's what I want for y'all tonight. Um, I desperately, desperately want y'all to experience joy and delight, and you only get that through consistency, okay? So that's where I'm taking us for the rest of the night, trying to figure out this whole consistency business. Um, if y'all want to go there with me, that's where I'm going. If y'all are content with being miserable uh, <laughs> with inconsistency, um, that's cool. Y'all can stay here. We'll come back and tell you what we learned, right? <laughs> But the question I want to ask tonight is this. How do we practice consistency to experience momentum? Okay? How do we practice consistency to experience momentum? Okay? Um, to answer that plainly, we have to think about the source of consistency. Okay? Um, without the source, we are very inconsistent people. Okay? Um, with the source, we are very inconsistent people. Um, but we have hope, right? We have hope. Um, so we also are humans, human beings. So what's up, my broken people, my imperfect people, my emotionally unstable people? Um, welcome to the table. We're glad you're here, right? Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to go ahead and we are actually going to turn to the text. We're going to be in Hebrews 13.6. That's where we'll be at. Hebrews 13.6. Um, and as we're turning there, let me just say this quick bit about Hebrews is that we don't know the author of Hebrews, um, but we do know that the author is talking to the Jewish Christians. And these Jewish Christians are basically trying to figure out, is following Jesus even worth it, right? Is following Jesus worth it in the mix of being prosecuted? Um, or... Should we just turn around and go back to Judaism? Okay. So we're going to start in verse 6. Um, verse 6 says this. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Verse 7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever, okay? I'm gonna say it again. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I'm gonna say it for y'all in the back in case y'all didn't hear it. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Y'all, what does this mean? Jesus is our source of consistency, right? Um, without Jesus, what is consistency? Um, we are naturally inconsistent people, but we are also not Jesus. So there is no need for us. We can't possibly be consistent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Jesus is not like this man who just gave us random free Chick-fil-A. Like, right? Um, Jesus is God. Okay. So uh, scripture clearly says that Jesus is the same meaning that Jesus is unchanging, meaning that Jesus is reliable, meaning that Jesus is faithful, 
meaning that Jesus is consistent, right? So um, it doesn't matter if you're reliving, you know, the drama of yesterday, if you're processing the moments of today, or if you're thinking about the future, Jesus is unchanging. Can I get an amen? Okay, 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 okay. Just making sure we all here. (laughs) Right? And um, while Jesus is the same and consistent, um, we as humans are doing one of two things. We are either growing and evolving or we are standing still, letting life pass us by, right? So um, I was talking to one of my coworkers. Some of y'all might know her, some of y'all might not. Um, And we were talking about the text, specifically verse eight. And she's like, hey, Brie, do you know what the word same means in verse eight uh, in Greek? And I said, um... Uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out English. I, <laughs> like, I don't really know this whole Greek business. I don't know. Um, but I looked it up uh, and it says something uh, pretty cool. Um, the word same in Greek is pronounced autos. Autos means self, okay? Um, if you think about the plural pronoun of that, it means himself. So if you go back and read the verse eight, It reads like this, Jesus Christ is himself yesterday and today and forever, okay? Jesus Christ is himself yesterday and today and forever. Y'all, basically, what does that mean? Jesus doesn't have to be anybody else. He is himself. There is no impressing anybody. He doesn't have to, right? So as we walk with Jesus consistently, we can be ourselves in Christ, okay? As we walk with Jesus consistently, we can be ourselves in Christ, right? Um, it's that self that, you know, we're not really trying to show everybody. It's more so, you know, depending who we like, depending who we don't like, right? Jesus knows all of us, and Jesus wants to be in a relationship with us so he can be himself and we can be ourselves, Okay? So to answer the question, again, uh, we're going back. Um, Well, actually, let me just say this too. Um, Over in Malachi 3.6, it says this. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. What does that mean? Um, Y'all, Jesus does not change because he knows his children need consistency, right? And we need a consistency that only he can provide. Um, We live in a very unstable world right now. True facts? True, thank you. Okay, cool. Um, So we need something that's consistent. Jesus is that. Jesus is unchanging, okay? So now, to answer that question, how do we practice, ex- practice consistency to experience momentum? Uh, two things. First thing is this. We practice consistency with confidence. We practice consistency with confidence. Um, what does that mean? We're going to go back to verse 6. Uh, verse 6 says, says this. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What will mere mortals do to me? Okay, Um, practicing consistency with confidence means that we are taking small practical steps 
that will give us momentum to keep going, right? These are small, practical steps, things that y'all can control that will give y'all the momentum to keep going, okay? Um, so I like to journal. I've been journaling um, probably truthfully since my mom kind of passed away. It's just something that's good for me. Um, and what I realized about a year ago is that um, I like to get up early in the morning. If I didn't journal in the morning, like my day was completely messed up. Like I would just be awful. Like negative, um, sinful habits all on display. Like it, it just wasn't for me. Like I had to journal. Um, and if I didn't, like it just, it just sucked. Um, so basically what I did, my practical step is I set a, a set a timer for 6 a.m. every morning when I could, not every morning, <laughs> let's be realistic. Um, most mornings I was, I was setting the alarm clock for 6 a.m. and I would wake up and I would journal. Um, and it didn't matter what I was saying, but I was doing it because I was spending that time with Jesus and I was doing all these things. And I recognized that when I did not journal, that I wasn't able to process my thoughts before my day got hectic, right? So for me, it was this standing appointment that I knew I can keep. I was confident to keep because that's what I did. Um, I journaled because I knew the joy that I felt when I did it, okay? So for y'all, um, what can you do practically that will give you confidence to be consistent? And my second thing is this, number two. Practice consistency by imitating your leaders or your mentors, right? Practice consistency by imitating your leaders or your mentors. Verse seven says this, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Y'all, the leaders, the, the mentors, the people that speak the word of God of you, over you, they are important. Use them. Utilize them. Let them shepherd you. Um, watch what they do. What are they doing that y'all love, that y'all love about their relationship and their growth with Jesus? How are they doing that? Um, watch what they do. Imitate them for just a season, not forever, um, and make it your own. Okay? So when we talk about Practicing consistency by imitating your, your mentors. Watch what they do. Imitate them for a season and make it your own, okay? Um, I've been hanging out here at Young Adults for a little bit. And in 2019, uh, Doug Hankins was the Young Adult pastor at the time. Um, and I sent him a text. And I was like, what's up, Douglas? Um, <laughs> I need to find a mentor. I need to find a mentor. Um, and in my mind, I had like these guidelines, but I don't know if I told him that, but here was my guidelines. Um, I wanted her to love Jesus. Um, I wanted her to be married or have, you know, kids because Josh and I were thinking about marriage. Um, I wanted to her to be wiser in age. I won't say old, wiser in age, <laughs> right? Um, and um, truthfully, I wanted her to look like me. Um, in that season of my life, I needed someone that I can relate to um, and that can relate to me. And um, if y'all haven't noticed, I'm black. <laughs> and uh, so I wanted her to be black. Um, so, so yeah, so um, met with her, connected with her. Um, I watched how she, um, how she 
um, just loved Jesus, how she navigated her conversations, how she loved her family, um, how she uh, asked questions about the Bible. Um, and I, I loved everything about her and so much so that like I started to imitate that and I started to realize like, man, there are some things that she really does well that I just want to tweak and make in my own. Watch what they do. <laughs> um, imitate, imitate them for a season and make it your own, okay? Um, shout out to Miss Nicole from Kids Ministry. Um, you're the best. So yeah, um, so as I wrap up here, um, just know that consistency isn't easy, y'all, uh, which is why we need Jesus. Um, it takes effort. It takes, it takes setting boundaries, which is hard for some of us, me. Um, and it also takes avoiding distractions, right? Um, remember at the beginning when I said, uh, you know, my mom came to all my games, um, some of them, most of them as a kid. Uh, I played basketball from sixth grade through college and, and loved it, loved it a lot. Um, if you played a sport or have been in any team dynamic, you do recognize that practice really does make perfect um, or almost perfect because nobody's perfect, uh, but it makes close to perfect, okay? Um, so um, my husband uh, really, really loves Kobe Bryant. Any Kobe Bryant fans, Laker fans? Okay, shout out, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> um, I love Kobe, I'm a fan, but Josh is like a fan, like with all the ends at the end, um, right? Um, but one of the cool things about Kobe Bryant is that he was like this unforgettable player because he had this really competitive spirit, okay? And his spirit showed everybody, uh, his work ethic showed everybody glimpses of his joy and delight all throughout his career, okay? Um, in 2015, when Kobe was retiring, um, he wrote this poem that won him an Oscar. Uh, ironically, it was called Dear Basketball. Um, so I won't read the whole thing, but I do want to read you like this little clip it or a snippet of it. Um, it says this. Kobe says, you asked for my hustle. I gave you my heart because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and, and hurt, not because challenge called me but because you called me. I did everything for you because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you made me feel. Y'all, Kobe practiced consistency and he mastered his craft because he knew the return investment of what he was doing, right? Um, he was receiving joy and delight. And Jesus wants us to recognize that he is consistent. And when we are consistent in him, we experience joy and delight, okay? So as we head into our group discussions, uh, I just wanna challenge y'all with two quick things. Um, one, I really, really, really hope that y'all can remember Hebrews 13, eight, cause I said it a lot tonight. <laughs> really hope y'all can remember that. Um, and then two, what would your life look like if you practice consistency to experience momentum? Okay, I'm a pray. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, y'all, let's pray. Um, dear God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for my people here at the table. Um, 
God, thank you for Jesus. Uh, thank you for the consistency that you have. Um, thank you for allowing us to be okay with being inconsistent at times. Lord, um, recognizing that as long as we are consistent with you and our walk with you, um, that you are all we need. God, just praying that these group discussions and conversations can shed light on recognizing that you are the same yesterday and today and forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.